Leron Hirschkorn here, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. I just finished recording an episode with Stephen Hilgard. Uh, Stephen is one of Tony Robbins' top national trainers. He also has a marketing consulting business, and uh, you know this is kind of a, a mindset uh, episode. We talk about the the psychology of business, how uh, you know talking a little bit about even you know Tony Robbins' business and how he's had to massively shift his business from you know doing live events and that being the uh, driving force of, of revenue and you know paying all his employees to having to to totally shift this year um, and kind of overcoming hurdles in order to do that. And, you know, it's just a testament to the power of being innovative in business, which I think all of us need. So we get into talking about the psychology of, of business, succeeding in business, and how to break through challenges. I think you'll enjoy this episode with Stephen Hilgart. The episode is sponsored by IncrementumDigital.com. Incrementum Digital is my sponsored ads agency where we help you grow your sales on Amazon using the power of Amazon advertising. We're actually getting into doing brand management as well and helping in some other areas. So uh, some exciting things happening at Incrementum Digital. You can reach out to me. My email is in the show notes or on the website is in the show notes as well. Uh, And if you are looking for financing for your business from a company that is super innovative, uh, much more than uh, the other choices out there, reach out to me via email as well, Liron at IncrementumDigital.com. Uh, and lastly, um, part of a group that is acquiring brands, which is also super exciting. Uh, and if you're looking to sell your brand that's doing more than a million dollars in revenue, reach out to me as well. Enjoy this episode with Stephen Hilgart as we talk about the the, the psychology and uh, success and mindset that you need to do well in business. Okay, I'm super excited to have uh, Stephen Hilgart uh, on the show. Uh, Stephen, I actually met Stephen for the first time. Uh, I think it was at a conference in maybe 2017, 2016, 2017 or so. Um, and he's since then been my uh, go-to guy when uh, when I want to go to a, a Tony Robbins uh, event um, and UPW. Um, Stephen is a top national trainer and speaker uh, for Tony Robbins, traveling around the world. Um, He's also a founder uh, of a uh, marketing consulting business uh, called Scale. Uh, Steven, welcome to the show. What is going on? (laughs) Um, Great to have you uh, on the show. So, um, you know, uh, obviously a lot of things have have changed um, this year, you know, as it comes to you know, Tony, Tony Robbins business, um, you know, a lot of people have had to make pivots, pivots this year. Um, what have kind of been the biggest, the biggest changes um, or pivots, you know, that have had to happen in order to kind of keep the business going? Obviously, Tony would do events uh, all over the world with thousands of people, not only thousands of people in a room, but thousands of people, you know, giving each other massages and, and <laughs> hugging and jumping. Um, I was, uh, I was at two of those uh, last year in November, I went to UPW. December, I went to Date with Destiny. Um, you know, and it kind of, kind of reminds me of sometimes like how important it is to kind of like you want to do something to just do it because this year I wouldn't have had that opportunity to go to go attend a, a live Tony Robbins event. So yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm glad I did. So how is you know how have you had to kind of pivot what you're doing? 
Man, it's it, it's it's definitely been interesting. So, you know, for people who are not familiar with Tony, I don't know who isn't familiar with Tony Robbins, but, you know, the guy always talks about becoming resourceful, finding a way, putting yourself in that emotional state that, you know, listen, if there's a problem, you say, move, I'll handle it. And uh, for the last couple of years, I've been with Tony now for what, six years, six and a half years, something like that. And it's been very interesting because I've been such a Tony Robbins fan for, gosh, uh, you know, 15, 16 years now. Now here I'm working for him. I, I, I get so enamored and, you know, I'm, I'm self-proclaimed number one Tony Robbins fan on the planet. I, I battle that with a couple of people. But one of the things that I noticed is that we've done so well for so many years that Tony just kind of lets us run the business and he goes off and, you know, saves the world and feeds, you know, does a billion meals of donation every year and does all these other things. And I'll, I'll tell you, this is going to be a little weird way to start this off. I was actually hoping mm -hmm. for something to go wrong in the business so that Tony would come in and start yelling at us and like really teach mm -hmm. and really train. I did not wish for a global pandemic. Of course not. Uh -huh. One of the mm -hmm. silver linings that's come out of this is we've had more interaction with him than we've ever had behind the scenes. We've seen him really mm -hmm. step to the plate. And, you know, when we, when this whole thing kicked off San Jose, we had 13,000 tickets sold for San Jose at the event two weeks before governor shuts everything down and we're, we're in a lot of trouble. We either got to refund mm -hmm. $13,000, uh, 13,000 tickets. We got to move people. We got to change things. And luckily we have so many great clients that they're like, Oh no, I'll just, I'll go when we can and we'll figure it out. But, uh, and then we we're going to go to Chicago and that got shut down. And then we we're going to go to Dallas and they promised us, Oh yeah, no problem. We're not going to shut down. They shut us down. Then we're going to go to Florida. They shut us down. And so Tony, in his way, at the beginning, he even mentioned, he's like, you know, I, I I, was getting a little frustrated. I was getting a little irritated that, you know, the government, the world is shutting us down and they can control our business and they can do this and that. But, you know, what he said, it, we got to get resourceful. We got to figure it out. So he built this, you know, what, $8 million studio, you know, 16 foot high walls, 20,000 screens, full retina vision, all this stuff and really transformed how you would actually do a virtual event. Now everyone wants to do an event in his space. So how nice. have things changed? Well, hell, I think we've had like 50 years of growth in the last five months alone, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, do you, do you think this will now become, you know, obviously, you know, I wouldn't think you would build an 8 million studio just to do events this year. And, you know, when, when things come back to you know let's say a the way they were maybe of, of going to events um i mean do you think virtual events are going to become you know sort of a new sort of business model new new part of like okay there will be live events but there will also be virtual events obviously you know there's a lot more people that can attend a virtual event than, than a live event but you know it's also a different feel um i'm you know i would think like hey, i'm gonna have a much better experience like going to a live event and you know being at home in front of my computer and I get distracted and, and, and all these other, other, other yeah. elements uh, in the differences. But do you think this will now be part of the business model to continue doing, you know, virtual oh, events? 100%. Um, you know, I can't speak for Tony, uh, but just me as yeah. an outsider looking at it, they, they've now moved studios down the street and built a new one. And it has 2000 seats inside of the studio so they can do virtual and in person at the same time. Um, which would be mm. interesting. But if you look at sports and you look at uh, entertainment from concerts and things like this, 
I mean, we're going to be in this for a couple of years, I think. Maybe I'm being a little pessimistic, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm trying to be realistic and figure out how do we actually navigate these waters. Um, you know, so yes, I, I think virtual is going to become the new standard for everyone around the world. But I also thought that was going to be, you know, if you look at any, you ever see that movie Ready Player One or you read the book? I've heard of it. So they talk about how everyone lives in this virtual world and it's like a video game, but it turns into this where where people go to school and it turns on to where people shop. And we've been transitioning that way through Amazon and through all these other aspects for a long time. And uh, just, Mm -hmm. you know, once again, the silver lining of COVID is that we've just we've had to innovate. We've had to get, you know, resourceful and creative to figure out how do we still live our lives and what does life look like now? On the other side, you know, Tony's been killing himself on the road for 43 years now. And this is the mm-hmm. chance now for the first time in his life, he's been at home. His wife is really happy mm-hmm. about that one. I can tell you that much, you know? Right. So yeah. with him being on the road, I think we're going to have him around healthy, energetic for the next you know several decades whereas i think if he was going to be on the road for the next 10 years i I think that would have been it you know so uh i'm I'm happy about it in a way yeah i mean there's yeah you can definitely see the silver lining that you know he would not have been able to reach as many people or have this business model of virtual and being you know in the future being able to offer both both live and virtual events and building out the studio um, and I think for a lot of people this year, there's silver linings, especially for, you know, people in, in, in e-commerce yeah. that, uh, you know, of how uh, of the acceleration into e-commerce because because of uh, because of COVID, um, you know, uh, happening. Um, so so and, and so for you, you know, part of your role was kind of traveling around the country doing these talks and um you know, giving, giving talks, talking about the, you know, psychology of business and, and mindset um, and, you know, making positive changes in your life. And it was that that was kind of a funnel, right, to to be able to get people to, you know, want to go to a Tony Robbins event. So how has that changed for you specifically in terms of like you as uh, sort of, a you know, driving part of the driving force to, to sell tickets? Yeah, to events? yeah, no, it's it's definitely been an interesting adjustment for me. I've been on the road for 60 years. Like I haven't had a home. Mm-hmm. I've lived out of the Marriott 365 for the last six years, uh, rental cars, airplanes, airports. Um, and to get locked down, like everything, it was just, it was kind of crazy for me because I'm still kind of like, I should be going somewhere. And uh, like we were just uh-huh. talking just a, a second ago off, off air here is, you know, I, I, seven months I've been in the same place. And I'm like, wait a second, I mm-hmm. need to go somewhere. I need to do something. Because essentially the way it would work for us as kind of the field sales team, if you will, Tony wants us to be an extension of him. So there's five of us who run mm-hmm. around and speak in his stead. And uh, our goal is not necessarily to sell people tickets to events. It's to get the people who have never been touched by Tony or his ideas or anything along those lines, go out and give immense levels of value and for the people who just need more information to make a decision, that's our job is to go out there and help them see how life could be if they really step to the plate. When we go into a sales organization, we're going to a business organization. You know, I've spoken now at Facebook and Google and Salesforce, and I've spoken at, you know, every Fortune 500 company and then every mom and pop shop. I've done almost 3,000 workshops for Tony at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's always a little bit different. But now switching to virtual, I'm doing five, six Zooms a day 
with a team. And uh, what's interesting for me now is it's all over the world. So the, the hours have, have become very uh, interesting. I did a workshop in Israel. I did a workshop in Moscow. Mm-hmm. I did a workshop in Vietnam. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm all over the world now. I'm no longer the national speaker. I'm the international speaker for Tony Robbins, you know? Right. So. Right. Yeah, so, so, so things have changed. I mean, so, and, you know, in terms of, in terms of how did you get into, uh, you know, going to work for Tony Robbins? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I had, uh, I had a business early on. I sold it. That was a karate school. Uh, I think, you know, a little bit about that one. So I had a karate school up in Minnesota. I sold that. Um, and I kind of went crazy because I was, you know, trying to figure out what, what's my next move. Where do I go? What do I do? Um, I didn't have enough for the rest of my life, but I had enough to live on for a little while so I could figure things out and ended up moving to China and uh, started traveling. And I started a second business with a partner of mine. We went into uh, the next logical conclusion after karate school. Uh, The next step clearly is offshore asset protection and corporate services. Um, You can see how those two. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I fell into it. I was good at copywriting. I was good at email marketing. I was good at, at advertising. And we started to do these educational conferences. And uh, it always sounds really cool and scary, you know, offshore banking and stuff like Second Passports, Jason Bourne and James Bond. Turns out it's mostly like doctors in the U.S. who want to retire to Costa Rica. You know, if you want to live somewhere in Central mm-hmm. or South America, you need, a, you need a residency, you need immigration, you need a bank account, you need all these things. So we would do these educational conferences. Tony's doctor came to one of our conferences and kind of bugged me. Hey, you're really good at this stuff. You should go, you know, work for Tony. They're looking for people. And at that point in my life, I was kind of thinking, you know, I'm, I'm sipping mojitos on the beach. I really don't want to work right now. That's, that's not my, my, my goal. Mm-hmm. He and his wife had come to uh, Latvia, where I was living at the time, uh, shortly after that conference to finish up some business with my partner and I. And, uh, and uh, both him and his wife then are ganging up at me. Hey, you got to go. You got to go. Work for Tony. Work for Tony. And uh, about a year after that, my visa was up in Europe. I had to come back to the States. I was kind of at a turning point, decision point in my life. And I was like, well, why don't I, you know, tip my hat in? I've got this in. I'll go see what it is. You know, couldn't possibly happen. This is the Tony Robbins. There's no way I'm good enough for that. Um, And uh, six months of auditioning and interviewing and all that stuff later, I I got a shot at it. And uh, I ended up getting pretty good at it. So that's kind of the the long story short of it but uh lots of lots of adventures along and the how, way. how closely how closely do you get to, to actually work with tony robbins sort of a, along the journey of, of six years and what do you what do you pick up you know from uh you know obviously working with somebody super successful who you know uh, has a great mindset yeah you know what's funny about it is we don't hang out with them very often and, and if we're in the same city we're not doing our job so right. that's, that's a big thing. If he's in New York, we better be in LA. If he's in LA, we better be in Miami. And uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of the challenge. So we see him at all the events, of course, and we do the same training that every, every one of the clients goes through because that's the training, you know? And so what's interesting is now that things, uh, you know, it started, the year started off really challenging for us and now we've been able to turn it around. Um, but uh, at the beginning, we, we were on conference calls with them every week. You know, which is just really cool for me because once again, a little enamored with the guy. Love the man to death. He saved my life more than once. Um, but in all reality, here's what it really is: just being around him makes you want to go out and make something happen. Mm-hmm. And 
anytime that you have a challenge or a problem, you probably wouldn't go to the guy and say, I've got this problem. And he's going to say, you know, why? What's going on? What's happening? Well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. You can't tell Tony Robbins that you don't have the time. You don't have the money. It's too hard. It's too difficult. So you end up coaching yourself on this. And, and mm-hmm. we would never bring those problems to him. But luckily, we have, uh, we have a whole bunch of people inside of the company. Like uh, Tony's brother-in-law, Scotty, is just phenomenal um, at coaching and doing that sort of stuff. So we, you know, we confide in him when things aren't going well. So, Got it. And you know, one, of the, one of the things Tony talks about is you know, business you know, or you know, I guess success, success in anything is you know, 80% psychology, 20% skill set. You know, um, how, how can you apply that into, into your business? You, you mentioned to me before we got on that um, in your marketing consulting business, your, your tagline to people was, was like, I'll double your business in, you know, six to 12 months or you don't pay me. Yeah. Right. So, so what are those principles? How does somebody, you know, take, uh, you know, some of these, uh, these principles to say, okay, well, uh, I want to, I want to double my business in the next 12 months. You know, obviously in your mind, there's some kind of universal formula. If you can, if you can be, you know, sort of marketing consultant, take, take this, these concepts to people's different businesses. Um, so what are those like principles that people should be working on in order to say, okay, I want to double my business. What, what do I need to do? Well, obviously that's a, that's a huge question, but I can answer yeah. it in a couple different ways. Let's, ta- let's tackle it right now. <laughs> tackle it right now. Here we go. So uh, he- here's what I'd say to start off. Tony has his three pillars. I have my own pillars in the ways I think about things. And I think a lot more strategy, but Tony calls it state story and strategy. And it's the three blockers of any business. That's that's the, the Tony Robbins official statement on that. Where of course, of course, you need the right strategy, and that's where I tend to focus. But you also need the right emotional state because if you're depressed, you're sad, you're frustrated, you're upset. It doesn't matter if you have the best strategy on the planet. If you're all depressed and frustrated and upset, you're never going to apply it either effectively, or you're not going to apply it at all. You know. So what I've noticed about business is there is no such thing as a business problem. There's only personal problems that affect your business. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest challenges that most people, especially when they get into solo entrepreneurship, you know, people in the e-commerce world, uh, you have some of your clients and some of our friends and some, even some of our mutual friends. We notice the only time that they really struggle in their business is when something's going on in their life. And uh, yeah. otherwise, it's just math, you know, realistically, it's like, hey, you know, and we, we have our buddy uh, Sam, you know, and for those of you guys yeah. who don't know Sam, you know, Sam at some points doing $30 million a year, just absolutely insane numbers. And here's this whole business model. Hey, Sam, what's, what's, your, what's your major success? He just says, you know, what, what's the secret? He says, more SKUs. <laughs> okay, yeah. is it really that simple? Ah, kind of, you know, to an extent. But what would stop you from going out there finding new products and finding new distribution lines and, and buying and selling? What would stop you? Well, you know, I, I don't know. Is this going to work? Am I good enough for this? Is that, so that psychology needs to be there. Um, right. And, of course, the story. And Tony is the master of this one. Uh, what are your beliefs that are stopping you from going forward or slowing down or moving forward? Or what is it really? And we all have the story. Well, because of COVID, I can't get my supply. Because of uh, the government, you know, I'm being taxed out of, out of business. Because of this, because of that. No matter how true it is, because it probably is true, it's still a story. And at the end of the day, you can live your life or you can live the story. So that's one piece of it. 
But if we're going to get into the actual strategy, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before, you know, and I've been coached by Jay Abraham many years ago. I, I owe him a lot to my success. But, you know, to put it simply, there's only three ways to grow a business. Get more customers, get them to spend more money or get them to come back more often. And if you can do all three of those, you can easily double or triple your business. You know, and the the code that he would always say, he said, listen, if you increase 10 percent across the board, that's a 33 percent increase. 10% new customers, 10% spending more money, and 10% coming back more than once a year. If you multiply those three, normally you would think 10 plus 10 plus 10 equals 30%, but actually if you, you multiply it, so it's 33%. Well, why does that 3% even make a difference? Well, it means that the formula is, is exponential, not linear. Mm -hmm. So as geeky and nerdy as this sounds right now, what does that mean in plain English? If you increase by 33% across the board, that's a 266% increase in your business. 33% more customers spending 33% more per transaction and 33% are coming back more than once a year, 266% interest. So how can I promise someone that I'm gonna double their business? That's essentially what I would do. Now, not every business is gonna be able to get 33% more customers or spend 30 or, or you know charge 33% more, but you can play with those numbers. and. Uh, it's actually pretty simple to double business. It's just math. However, going back to it, it's the emotions and the psychology that tend to stop people from figuring out that math. Yeah, and and so, you know, what what, what do you think those biggest, let's say, yeah, ro like those robots are like, you know, I don't think I could do it. I think this product is going to fail. Um, I don't think it's going to be successful. There's too much risk, all, all these elements. So like, what are, you know, what are some tools to, to, overcome to overcome those challenges in your in your business you know with uh with e-commerce with amazon specifically there's a lot of challenges uh you know in there's a lot of things that are uh, i would say outside your control uh you know amazon shuts down a listing you got to deal with that you have competitor upvoting your one-star reviews you, you know there's there's challenges in the in the business there's you know amazon li limiting how much you can send into the warehouse. Like there's, there's challenges all the time. And, yeah. You know, I think the, the sellers that are the most successful kind of, you know, they just know that there's challenges, they're ready for it. They, and then they, they figure out ways to overcome those, those hurdles versus the sellers that are, you know, not as successful kind of have a challenge and, you know, things don't go as expected and maybe they shut down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I, you and I have met so many, I have so many friends who are in e-commerce and some of them are massively successful and some of them struggle. And uh, you can see that the difference in psychology of like when they hit a roadblock, they just say, oh, no problem. I knew this was going to show up. So here's what I'm going to do. And versus someone else who gets like really emotionally attached, like, oh my God, this roadblock, uh, this is impossible. We can never get through this. They shut me down again. And here come more tariffs and blah, blah, blah. And, and then you see the success people, it's the, it's the expectation really is what it comes down to because it's the, the emotion of like, I knew this was going to happen. So instead of bitching about it or complaining about it or freaking out about it, you know, here's, here's what we're going to do. Here's our plan of action. And on a strategic side, you know, everyone in e-commerce, here's my um, unsolicited advice and experience. Mm -hmm. You need control. Amazon's never going to give you the most control. It would be stupid not to sell on Amazon right now, but at the same time, you should have your own website. You should have your own shopping cart. You should have your own experience that way. And uh, a way to control some piece of your business, because if Amazon shuts you down tomorrow, 
and you have bills to pay, how would you, how would you do it? Yep. 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 And, and there are, and there are ways to, there are ways to leverage Amazon to, to get, to get some of that control. Yeah. Um, so I know, I know of a business that, uh, in the last few months has built, you know, 2,500 emails, you know, off, you know, utilizing an insert that offers the person, Hey, you know, uh, QR code and a link, get a free gift. And the person fills out a form. They send them a gift. They're on their email list. They can follow up for review. They five X their review rate. Right. So, you know, now they have the person on the email list. I'm on the email list. So I, I know now I get an email with some, you know, helpful information about the product. There's links in there now to my website. Yeah. Right. So, so, and you know, that person can shop anywhere, but now you can also obviously market them promotions on Amazon, off Amazon, et cetera. But um, there are ways to leverage, you know, there are ways to, to leverage Amazon to also build, build your own list, um, you know, utilizing it. If you, if you do it in a, in a, in a smart ways while, while trying to, while sort of staying in line with, you know, Amazon's, uh, Amazon's guidelines, so to speak. Absolutely. Um, so, so, you know, so these principles, you know, state story strategy um, are kind of the, the heart of, you know, taking, taking, trying to figure out which elements are the ones that you need to, um, that you need to work on and then working on more customers, getting your customers to spend more money, um, you know, and getting customers to come back more often. I, I think all these elements you could translate into, um, you could translate into, into e-commerce and into marketing on Amazon, um, you know, getting, getting more customers, obviously it's, it's a lot of your marketing, getting them to spend more money. You know, it's, it's whether you have, you know, variations or kind of like upsells on your, on your listing or inserts or consumable products where people do come back and rebuy or, right. You're able to launch more products to that audience. If you are using email, like there, there are these elements that if you, if you take each of these things and think about what can I do to, what can I do to do this? Right. And I think one of the things Tony talks about a lot is like asking questions. It's not so much about like, it's not the answers or the solutions, but it's like really asking the right questions that helps you kind of figure out what your next step is. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you look at any breakthrough anywhere in the world, any technology, any new thought, it started with a new question. And most people spend all day long asking questions like what's wrong with me? Why does this never work out? Why is it so difficult? Why does this always happen to me? Why can't I ever lose the weight? You know, they ask really disempowering questions and they're going to get answers. You know, your brain is this sarcastic a-hole and you ask it a negative question, it's going to give you a negative answer. And it's not necessarily about positive thinking, but it's about trying to come up with new ideas, creativity, resources, you know, and, and the ultimate job of every entrepreneur is to figure out how do we become resourceful when there don't seem to be resources? When there isn't the money, how do you still get the job done? When you got kids to take care of, how do you still get the job done? When you get sent home to quarantine, how does he get the job done? And that's when we start asking better questions, you know, and, and you know, these ones so well, just, just to get you a little bit more positive frame of mind. Like, what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. What am I excited about? What could I be excited about? But then one of the things that I have, I have a good buddy of mine, his name is MJ DeMarco, who wrote a book called the fast lane to millions uh, or the millionaire fast lane. I forget what it's called now. <laughs> now I'm being mm -hmm. recorded. Yeah. Whatever. The, I think it's the millionaire, millionaire fast, lane. fast lane. Thank you. Um, good buddy of mine, but one of the things that he said is, you know, how could this product be improved? What could be better about this? You know, why does this suck? Mm. You know, what, what sucks about this? And every time you look at that, that's where innovation comes from. 
if you look at a, a key product, you know, I, I know a lot of people when they get into e-commerce um, from, from, you know, just from an outsider's perspective, it looks like most people just let me find a product and pick it and just resell it versus the really successful ones. Look at something and say, hey, this is a cool product. How do we improve on it? How do we make it better? How do we package it with other things? How do we get it out there? How do we position ourselves better than the rest of the competition and, and really trying to improve? That, those new questions create new answers. And that's when everything really starts to change. Then it becomes fun versus, you know, oh my God, how do I pay the bills this month? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is, um, you know, this is something, you know, I see, I see, um, you know, for example, I was looking at something in the um, cell phone accessory space actually this week with somebody um, and looking at some products that Apple makes, you know, and Apple, Apple makes these accessories and some of them are like, you know, 50, $60 and, you know, um, you can make them, you know, not Apple branded, right. And sell them for a lot less, but, but you don't need, you know, I was looking at a product. It's like, you don't need to make it ident like some, some of the way Apple makes these things look is kind of boring, right? Like, how can I make this better? How can I make this design better? How can I make the look of this better, yeah. right? Still sell, still sell it at, at a cheaper price because it's not, you know, Apple branded and a lot of people are looking for it, but, you know, asking these questions, you know, I, I, I think is, you know, like you said, is, is key to, to saying, how are you, how are you going to add more value in the marketplace with your, with your um, products than what is, uh, what is currently being, being offered and, and being able to, you know, ask those, uh, you know, ask those questions. So, um, so Stephen, how do, um, how, what, what, what is the work that you're currently doing? Sort of how can people follow that? Like, as far as like, you know, following you for, you know, help in terms of increasing their, you know, sales and their, in their business, like, what are you, what are you currently doing that people can, can follow or can, uh, can know more about, or, or maybe they want to, you know, uh, attend a, a, a virtual Tony Robin event. I, I think it's, I think if you if you've never gone to an event, um, it is sort of a great opportunity because you don't actually have to go anywhere now yeah. to to attend an event. So it's also it's also like an amazing opportunity. I was thinking to to attend the uh, the November you know virtual UPW um, just to see what it's like and it's you so know cool. yeah get 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 kind of like re-energized. Um, I went I went a year ago right and I think sort of like a a yearly boost to get you to get you re-energized and get you in the right mindset. And I think it's only, it was like, it's like 350 bucks or something, you know, to go, which is again, you know, I, I paid, I don't know, that, I don't know that couple thousand, I don't know. I was sitting on the floor yeah. last year, you know, like you're a front row center. <laughs> right there, right? So like, <laughs> yeah. Front, front row center. It's like an, you know, an expensive ticket. Right. And now, now I can attend to, uh, the event obviously virtually, but you, you get a chance to go and experience what it's like if you've never attended, you know, a Tony Robbins event. And for me, uh, for me, attending last year was like a major, major boost, especially, you know, doing that and then doing Date with Destiny, which is, you know, a lot more yeah. intense, um, you know, six days of, of real sort of intense work working on yourself. But, you know, I think it's made, you know, a major difference in, in my life this year in 2020 in my business and my personal life, um, you know, and uh, like like you said, as far as like the silver lining, you know, for me also last year, I was. I think on the road, like 120 days or, mm -hmm. or something. I was in China multiple, three times at least, um, you know, and traveling a lot. And, you know, this year, um, you know, it's really been great to be, to be at home and, you know, do a lot of, do a lot of, do just do everything virtually without, without traveling. So I think there is a lot of silver lining to, to kind of what's happened, especially for people in, you know, in, in e-commerce, all of our businesses are, 
you know, have massive potential and growth, um, you know, because of it. Um, so how do people sort of get tuned in if you've, you know, either never been, you know, uh, never been to a Tony Robbins event or you want to follow what you're doing, um, you know, to kind of get tuned in with, uh, you know, following what you're doing both in the Tony world and, and in your in your marketing uh, consulting yeah, business? Yeah, uh, 100%, man. Well, you know, first I'll say the, the virtual event, it's, it, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was going to be the stupidest thing on the planet. And uh, <laughs> leave it to Tony to create something really cool, right? Because like I said, it's, it's you know, these crazy screens and this, this studio and they have the app that, you know, you shake your phone and Tony can hear you inside the studio so you can actually respond as if you're actually there. It's really close to virtual reality. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people thought it was, it was going to be dumb, but what was fascinating for me is we did our first one in July. Um, we had 22,500 tickets sold. But we had closer to 60,000 wow. people participate because every single mm. household, the kids could participate. Wife and husband didn't have to, you know, for the first time ever, you don't have to fly across the country, right. get a hotel for five days, rent a car for five days, be away from the kids for five days, be away from the wife or husband, boyfriend, girlfriend for five days. And this, the, the little thing behind that is you go to this event by yourself. You're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. You go home. And you try to explain mm-hmm. your experience to someone and they think you're nuts, you know, so no longer do you yep. have to deal with any of that stuff. So the virtual is just, I, I've, I've been, you know, now we've done a few of them and I'm going to do date with destiny myself again, virtually um, this UPW coming up in November. Actually, we have one starting right now for the UK time zone uh, starts tomorrow actually. But uh, the one in November 19th through the 22nd, if people want to go, uh, I set up the little website, it's UPW with, steve.com um there you go very very fancy thing they can go get a little discount and then in addition they get coaching and stuff like that if they want to do that but if they need something for free you're struggling you're trying to turn things around i have a little facebook group called scale and success for entrepreneurs you can just look that up and uh scale and success for entrepreneurs on facebook there's a little thing i i do some weekly trainings and a bunch of freebies and giveaways and uh, i just started that group so that'd be pretty cool but there we go. They can, they can come awesome. visit us for uh, Tony Robbins um, and do that. And if they've never been, here's the big thing that I notice, especially for e-com people, is they don't like to go to events like this. They want to go for what they think is not motivation, not inspiration. And I'll tell you, UPW, it's not about motivation or inspiration whatsoever. It's about understanding your psychology. And, and uh, I mean, someone like you, I mean, maybe I can even just ask you point blank. I mean, why'd you go? Because you thought it was pretty motivational before too, right? I, I know you've been to several events now, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went, um, I went the first time in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to UPW um, and I, I, since then I've been following Tony Rob, you know, Tony Robbins sort of was popular then, but then became a lot more popular after like, you know, Netflix, I'm not your guru. Um, I'm proud to say, Hey, I've followed him before. <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been following him. I've been, I'm, I've been following him for, for a long time and I've been into sort of success and, you know, mindset and kind of knowing that, you know, your mindset is kind of where things start over the years. You know, I've, uh, I would say at times sort of fallen off that, right. Like at times I, you know, I gained some weight a couple of years ago, then, then did a diet and, you know, lost 30 pounds and got back into it. So like, you know, you go into and out of, you know, sometimes the, um, the right mindset or kind of focusing on the right things and, you know, things are, are not at your awareness. And so, 
uh, you know, I had a, f- a friend that wanted to go last year in November. And so um, I said, okay, let's go. It's been, you know, 10 years since, since, uh, since I've gone. And, uh, you know, I know that it, it made a difference for me back then, but like, to me, mindset is like, it's one of those things that, you know, it's like, you can't do it once. Right. It's like, it's like a, a lifestyle or a diet or whatever. Right. Like if you don't stay tuned into, you know, um, if you don't stay tuned into the thing, you get, you get back to like human nature, right. Which is, you know, our, our human nature is one that seeks like comfort versus, you know, challenge, etc. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, for me, it was, it was, I said, okay, I want, I'm going to go, I'm going to kind of like get a boost. It's really fun. I see some friends that are, that are, that are going, um, you know, and, um, you know, and uh, it was leaving New York in, in November to go to Miami, <laughs> which is not bad, it's not bad either. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. You know, uh, or, or West yeah. Palm. Right. Um, actually, Miami was the, right. was the UPW and then West Palm was, was date with Destiny. So it was like, it was great. And, you know, I, at, at that event at UPW, you know, I'd really like 10 years ago, I'd wanted to go to date with Destiny, but I, I, I honestly was kind of scared. You know, people said like, hey, this is really intense and, you know, it's going to change your life. And, you know, I, I was actually kind of scared to go to date with Destiny. Um, this like deep diving into your life and emotional and you're crying and laughing and, and you know, all, all going through going through like sort of examining your life. Um, and I wasn't ready for it, I guess, then. And at, in November, I said, OK, I want to go. And, you know, some people, they're almost convinced me not to go because um, they said, hey, you know, you should really go with your wife. And, you know, my wife has a, a job and she couldn't take off in December. And I have a, you know, uh, six year old daughter and, you know, she couldn't she couldn't take off to go. And I decided to go anyway. Um, and it was it was totally, you know, life life changing um, you know, kind, kind of event, you know, I, I credit a lot of like positive things that happened to me this year, you know, as a result of going and sort of refocusing and getting into, getting into a, a good, a good mindset, both in my personal life and my business. Um, so, you know, I would say if you've never been to an event, UPW is kind of like 101, you know, you should go to that first, get a feel, you know, for what, for what it's like. And, you know, date with destiny is kind of like the PhD, <laughs> you know, the, the, the PhD course of like deep, deep diving. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I'd love to go, I haven't been to business mastery. Um, so, um, you know, that would be cool when they do that. When, when is that happening um, that's virtually? That's a great question. And now that we're recording this, I don't want to give you the wrong dates. So yeah. uh, soon coming to yeah. a virtual area to okay. you soon. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm sure. I'm sure if people follow yeah, I'll be you or, or check out the site, stuff can, on my on my out. Facebook and Instagram and all that jazz, so they can. Okay, cool. Yeah. So and, and you know that's another um, that's another event. Actually, after going, after going in in um, in November and December, you know, Tony was like, "Don't leave this event without hiring yeah. a coach." You know, um, and so actually, I did leave. I did leave the event without hiring a coach, but then I kind of asked for some people. Uh, for recommendations, et cetera. And I ended up working with somebody that had gone through a lot of Tony Robbins, like, you know, coach training, et cetera, and worked with somebody for, you know, several months this year, which was also really helpful and um, going through a lot of the, the seven forces of business, oh, yeah. um, you know, the, um, uh, of that, that comes from business mastery and kind of taking those principles and applying them to business um, was also really helpful. So, you know, um, I've been a fan of Tony Robbins. I don't think he, you know, I, I know not everybody, listening is you know maybe maybe a, a fan but you know i don't think he 
you know, when I see him staying up, you know, a date with destiny till you know, two o'clock in the mor- morning working with somebody that's suicidal, like he can end the event at, you know, 7 PM, you know, he doesn't need to stay there till two o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, working with somebody for an hour, um, you know, on, on trying to help them. And, you know, when I see that and obviously his, his net worth, you know, he doesn't need to yeah. continue to work. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's doing it for the money. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I've seen him to be one of, you know, one of the genuine people, I guess that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, bullshit marketers out there and people selling stuff. And, you know, I, I just, I just have found Tony to be what I think is genuine. Um, and I think if you, you know, I think a lot of people may be skeptical and, you know, if you attend an event, I think you'll, I think you'll get something out of it. You know, absolutely. It just, you know, it it blows my mind. Anyone who's, who's, and I, I, I understand, you know, skeptical, there's, there's one piece of it because we just, we've seen so much BS, right? Throughout there. And you just think that Tony's, but literally the guy's been around for 43 years now. He's coached every world leader on the planet. Everyone you can dream of goes to him. Yeah. The date with Destiny I was at, I, I was there with Tim Ferriss and, and Usher was there and, and Angelina Jolie and like all these people, yep. they were good coached by Tony. You oh, know, yeah. and it's, it's just fascinating yeah. to see someone who's like, how do I figure out my life? And, and uh, Conor McGregor was an interesting one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw he, he helped him like turn things around. Right. And he won the fight and Tony yeah. was in the, Tony was, was there at, at the, at the fight. When I went in December, there was also one of the original, one of the original um, guys in UFC. Chuck Liddell. I forget his name. Um, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was there and I, I got a chance to, I got a chance to take a picture with him, even though I had no clue who he was. I heard he was famous, so, so I took a picture. Um, but yeah, he was there, and yeah, there were there were there were some you know well well known people there that you know um, that have been at it. Uh, you know, JP Sears was actually oh, there yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, um, so that was that was kind of cool. But yeah, a lot of a lot of very successful people, you know, continue it's, to go to. It's events. definitely interesting. Um, yeah, to, to yeah, get and, in. and just anyone who's who's never been, I mean, give it to yourself one time. If you hate Tony Robbins after that, like, fine, whatever. You can even go to the virtual event for two days and get all your money back if you have to. I mean, you can't go to normal seminars and get your money back if you don't like it halfway through. But, you know, Tony does that because he's like, if you give me a shot, I will change your whole freaking life. Like, let's go. Let's make this happen. And, uh, you know, I yeah, nobody nobody ever says, oh, that was all right. They say it was life changing. That's that's what they say. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go yeah. on and on for days about this. I get too excited about it. But yeah, 24 is going to be this this one for me coming up. 24. So, yeah. Wow. Events. Yeah. Wow. That's that's awesome. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, it's making me want to sign up for for the virtual UPW. Uh, and again, I, I think it's a good opportunity. It's only like a few yeah, bucks got a, or something, you know, so to, I've got to everyone go, on so the, on the, uh, the uh, package or whatever. It's 695 if they want to go. So um, the 695. Yeah, so oh, the price has gone up. They, they did a couple launches before where they you can get oh. like a four hundred dollar ticket or whatever. You went through the comeback challenge. Oh, okay. So Tony's probably going to do that again in uh, in January. They'll do that comeback challenge and they'll probably offer that. Got but it. If you want to go in November, go to upwwithsteve.com. They'll get all the bonuses the, and all that jazz. The nice thing is too that like yeah you can you can pay that and like yeah attend with your yeah. partner oh, well, spouse friend whatever and, right like. A, at the same time, yeah, the it's just it's things. ridiculous how cool it is because now all of a sudden people who can never afford to go before and you know it's it's just so cool. I, I'm, I'm I'm giddy about it. Yeah. So awesome, cool. Well, yeah. Thanks so much, Steve. So it's uh, uh it's uh, yep. UPW with Steve. 
dot com to to check that out. They can follow you, you know, on Facebook um, and the Facebook group. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, and thanks so much for coming on, spending spending uh, you know the time to uh, to talk with us. Uh, appreciate it. And um, we'll see you on we'll yeah. see you on Facebook. Your your name used to be uh, you used to go by uh, your post <laughs> airport Steve, but um, uh, it's sort of so mine too. I, I have all these yeah. cockpit photos yeah, right. in the last year, but you know now yeah. now, now they're gone. Um, but yeah, it's thanks so much pleasure, for coming dude. on. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you love the show, give us, uh, give us, give me, give me a review on uh, on Apple. I think it helps other people uh, find the podcast. And for those of you that have sent me uh, nice notes about uh, how much you enjoy the podcast, I really appreciate it. It really drives me to deliver and, you know, uh, record this at, you know, 1.50 in the morning to uh, put out episodes uh, for you. So thank you so much. appreciate you listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast.